0: Welcome to Late Night Talks, A Place for Growth, Stability, and Transformation, the podcast for men, and for the women who want to understand men. My name is Amy Jo, I am a certified clinical hypnotherapist, Reiki master, and a life strategist. Here we take you to the next level of your journey, mentally, physically, emotionally and spiritually. Hello there, welcome to Late Night Talks with Amy Jo. How are you? I hope you had a great week and I am feeling so much better now. I needed that time off to pull myself back I took some time and did meditating I soaked up some sunshine (laughs) and I feel like a million bucks my son's doing great my daughter's lovely so everything is good but yeah I'm excited to to be back here in the room with you and I hope that you are just as thrilled as I am I'm sure that you are (laughs) So this leads me into tonight's topic. We're going to be talking about emotions. And I was thinking about how life would be so empty if we didn't have feelings and emotions. I mean, what would really be the point of all of us being here if we were completely emotionless? No feelings. No feeling good. No feeling bad. No feeling excited. No feeling turned on. But if you think about it, this is how powerful our emotions and feelings are if you think about it they are what our emotions and feelings dictate our daily lives from one moment to the next and it's amazing to have these feelings that we experience you know some feelings might be a little more uncomfortable than others but there's duality in everything and in general a large majority of people both men and women but particularly men really struggle when it comes to getting in touch with identifying and expressing their feelings. And this is one common theme with the men that come to me for assistance. They really don't know what they're feeling, which kind of leads them to feel a bit directionless. Now, the problem with this is that we can become very self-destructive in our behavior when it, when we're unable to understand and regulate our emotions. And we're going to be talking more about this in tonight's topic. At the end of the discussion, I will share a hypnosis if that's something that interests you, if you feel like you're experiencing the same type of dilemma in your life. So be sure to stick around for that at the end, if you're interested, before we get more in depth in the conversation, I do want to share something very quickly, and and I want to thank those of you who write in, who share with me what you do, who show your appreciation and your gratitude. It really, really touches my heart to know that you feel safe enough to express your experiences with me, and not just with me, but just to be able to, to get it down, whether you're typing it or writing it or saying it, just expressing your experiences in general is so important because you're helping to move those feelings through your body. And, you know, especially when we've been holding something in for so, so long and we've never shared it with anyone. We are all so connected. We're like a, a web. And I know I've talked about this before. And I might not know a lot of you on a physical level, but we're still connecting on an energetic level because energy is extremely real and it's very powerful. But just because we can't see something doesn't mean that we should dismiss it, right? Many of the things keeping us alive on this earth, we can't see. We can't see gravity, we can't see oxygen we can't see sound, we can't see thoughts, we can't see electricity, we can't see temperature, we can't see our emotions or feelings. And to give you an idea of how little we really do perceive here, the human eye is only capable of picking up 1% of the visible spectrum. So in other words, we can't really perceive 99.9% of our surroundings. Just as the vast majority of our lives occur below the threshold of conscious awareness. And think about that. Most of our existence is unconscious, isn't it? Just bear with me because this is leading into tonight's topic. The human body has 11 different systems. They all perform various functions in the body, every single second of the day, right? We have the integumentary system, skeletal, muscular, the nervous system, the endocrine, cardiovascular, the lymphatic, the respiratory, the digestive, the urinary system, and the reproductive system. All these systems are working so hard for us on a day-to-day, on a minute-to-minute, on a second-to-second basis. And the amazing thing is that it all starts while we're in the womb. All these amazing structures and systems, they're all intrinsically forming and they know exactly where and how to grow, what to connect to. They all know what specific job that they have. And I just think it's amazing. I, I am blown away by human structure, the human brain, how we are here, how we grow other humans inside of our bodies. Like, it's, it's crazy. And with the beauty of all this, you know, many people take their bodies and they take their lives for granted. We are sown so delicately so perfectly the level of complexity involved in the human body is insane all the tiniest little details from our fingertips to a follicle of hair on top of your head we are an extension of our creator or of the universe call it what you will but we came from something way 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 beyond our understanding 96.2 of the mass of the human body is made up of four elements. Oxygen, carbon, hydrogen, and nitrogen. And these are all the same four elements of the universe. So we are the universe and the universe is us. We are literally a product of our environment. And with knowing all the developmental structures taking place within the human body and all that they have to do and all that they know to do, wouldn't you agree that our bodies are extremely brilliant and they know how to communicate with us? Now, let's just look at the, the sensation of thirst, for example, Now, this is your brain's way of trying to adjust to unbalanced fluids in the body, the fluid levels. When your brain detects that your blood is too salty, it generates a thirst response. It lets us know. It's communicating with us. Same with hunger. Your body lets you know it needs food. Our bodies communicate with us on so many levels and we just don't pay attention. You know, it tells us when we need rest. It tells us when we're overexerting ourselves, or're not getting enough sleep. And when we don't listen, it will actually show up as a physical issues as a physical illness in the body. Our body is one big feeling after the next. So what is my point here? What am I trying to get at? My point here is... That our emotions have their own language. Our emotions can definitely create some chaos for us at times, absolutely. But one thing that is important is that you trust what they are sharing with you. Because our emotions share a very high intelligence as well. Our emotions should really be used as a source of direction, they are a compass. And they communicate with us for a reason. It's just our body trying to express something that it needs or enjoys or doesn't particularly like based on the feeling. You know, our emotions really do govern our lives, do they not? How do you wake up in the morning? We all wake up feeling some sort of way, don't we? Maybe we're energized and happy. Some people might feel maybe more lethargic and unmotivated some sexually excited what about when you drive to work are you feeling a certain way what about when you're doing your actual job we feel a certain way while we're with our family or loved ones we feel something we are feeling beings and i know we've talked about this long ago but we truly are. We feel, we feel hungry, we feel tired, we feel cold, we feel sad and happy. And I would also like to ask you to consider some of these other feelings that we have that we don't typically tie to emotion. But feelings like confidence, like determination, like laziness, procrastination, fear do we not feel all these things we're always feeling something even if it's calm and relaxed we feel calm and relaxed that's an emotional body feeling but when you're not feeling and you're not staying aware and in tune it means that you're not present our mind is elsewhere we're engaging in something that's Disconnecting from our inner world. And this also comes with suppressing these emotional sensations because we tend to push, you know, these feelings down so we don't have to feel anything. You know, the ones that don't feel so great shame or guilt or low self worth. But when we do this, this is when. We can manifest physical ailments in the body. For example, it can show up as back pain, shoulder discomfort, or even digestive issues. And we might just mistake it as getting old or something that we did a couple of weeks ago. But our bodies are are very, very smart and energy and intelligence too. And the more profound and strong the emotion, the more likely it's going to be felt deeper in the body, particularly in the organs. You know, just consider the effects of stress on the heart alone. Here's the simplicity behind what suppressed emotions really are. And basically, it's your energy, your, your thoughts, your memories, whether it happened, something happened to you yesterday, whether it happened last week, whether it happened 10 years ago or in your childhood. It's an event that took place that you're unwilling to let go of, that you can't come to terms with. That's what suppressed emotions are. Something that you are holding on to that's all it is. It's a matter of learning how to, to let go of whatever that is, accept it. All of our behavior is, is driven by our emotional states. And each state that we're in, whatever that state is, it can play a huge impact on our life, on our financial stability, on our relationships, on our health. And emotional states fall under two categories, one which is resourceful emotional states and unresourceful emotional states. So I'll list some examples of a resourceful state, emotional state. These look like excitement, calm, energetic, confident, happy, joyful, peaceful, grateful, Love. There are resourceful emotional states. Now, when it comes to non-resourceful emotional states, these look like anger, sadness, doubt, procrastination, laziness, lethargy, blame, distractedness, resentment, worry, fear, tension, boredom, depression, these type of things. And all these unresourceful emotions, they keep us from what? From taking action. They hold us back from taking positive action in our life. So we can do an exercise and find out, you know, if your day-to-day emotional state is more resourceful or unresourceful. And I know that each day can bring different feelings depending on the events taking place. But think about your default familiar state that you're typically in. And we're going to list about five. So feel free to write some of these down. So when you first wake up in the morning, how are you typically feeling? Are you happy? Are you jumping out of bed? Are you excited to start a new day? Or are you more lethargic, depressed, miserable, unhappy or grumpy? What about when you walk into your job? How do you feel when you open the doors if you go to an office? You know, are you upbeat and bushy-tailed and saying hi to everyone? Or are you masking misery with a smile on your face or are you just completely annoyed by everyone's face you see (laughs) what about when you're actually doing your job do you feel stressed out or overwhelmed or are you really loving and enjoying what you do how do you feel when you're with your current partner or even if you're single what's your emotional state when you're alone or with your friends are you happy or you're unhappy When you're with your partner, are you feeling good or not so good? What or how do you feel when things don't go your way? Do you get pissed off and angry and upset, stomp your feet and just let it ruin your day? Or are you okay with the outcome because you know and trust that something better is meant for you? Now look at the list Of what you had written down and see what you have more of if you're a person who's living in a more resourceful emotional state keep doing what you're doing that's great you know but if you aren't how are you really dealing and regulating these unresourceful emotional states a lot would say they use drugs alcohol porn video games sex social media food weed, relationships, or, or any other means to avoid these feelings. And if you just observe and really, really look at your emotional patterns, are they depleting you or are they energizing you? Are they creating productivity in your life or are they creating procrastination? And when we feel these lower vibrational emotions we're holding on to an idea within ourselves that we're resisting and it's a bit of a tug of war between ourself and our inner being or our higher self and I understand that in our world it's common to attribute our emotions to maybe our environment or the actions of others but I also know that this isn't the case. We're very quick to, to point the fingers and to assign blame when we're unhappy or struggling. It has nothing to do with an external person, thing, or situation that's making us feel a certain way. It's how we're conditioned to respond to the external things. And when you understand that, this is what will really begin to change your life. And just knowing that, that you have that control, it feels so much better when you're not putting that responsibility on how you feel on anyone or anything else, that we are truly in full control of how we feel. If we continue to give our power away to others, we would never find peace and harmony. We could wait forever because maybe we're waiting for an apology or we're waiting for an explanation or we're waiting for that person to get karma. But in the meantime, that's stopping us from moving on. It's keeping us stagnant. It's keeping us unhealthy because of maybe that resentment that we don't want to let go of. And I know that there's a lot of stories. I'm just using love relationships as an example here because that's the most common. Someone really can't make us feel a certain way unless we give them that permission to do so, right? And and doing so, giving them that permission, it gives your precious power away. So the best alternative is to take responsibility which is extremely hard no matter what the situation is because you may maybe gotten drugged through the mud multiple times by different people but if you take responsibility for it see the situation as it was for a lesson accept it for what it was Accept the individual, the situation, for what had taken place. That's what will bring peace and freedom. And the reason that we really do get affected by our emotions, the way that we do, is because of our thinking. It's what we're thinking. So we really need to recreate a new story and flip that emotional state from unresourceful to resourceful. And I understand emotions can really intimidate men. It can make them feel kind of inadequate if they don't know how to express them. But really the best way to learn this, how to express your feelings, is through practice. It might be awkward at first, but if you consistently practice, it'll make it easier over time. Because it becomes a natural part of your everyday life. And verbalizing your feelings, you know, we have to also not just share the surface ones while we share maybe an emotion of anger. We have to look at the root of the anger, which could be maybe embarrassment or hurt. And that's something that we also need to address. We have to make sure that we do go in deep, right? And learn how to cultivate the emotional awareness that we talk about. And know what you're feeling, where you're feeling it in your body. You know, who and what is causing this emotion? Is it something that you perceive as outside of you? Or is it your own thoughts and memories? And again, work on changing that narrative. How specifically is it, is it created and processed in the brain? You know, a study in 2014, it was a long ago, but it found that crying can be extremely therapeutic in several ways, especially during times of stress. It can help you relax by stimulating the parasympathetic nervous system, which puts your body into a rest and digest mode. And men can really benefit from learning how to cry because it allows them to release all that pent-up tension and feelings in their body. And, And, you know, releasing that helps them to work through them. It's well known that shedding some tears can do wonders for your mental and physical health. And it's important to really learn how to, you know, because when you do this, you really are releasing it from your body. Limiting your ability to cry might have maybe additional negative consequences, like making you less sensitive to other people's feelings around you. Say, for instance, if you are watching a sad movie or you've experienced some type of heavy loss and you have little to no response. If you're used to just sitting sitting with your feelings or or not, or shrugging them off, this might be the very reason that's stopping you from adopting the natural ways to emotionally express yourself, like crying. And I know this sounds like foreign and depressing to say, yes, it's important to cry. But it really, really is needed sometimes. And if you think about it, Crying is an amazing release. You feel so good after it. And also, when you can put your emotions into words, this has also shown to lessen the intensity. So, arousal and activation in the amygdala, it might be lowered, for instance, just by saying, you know what, I feel angry, and saying that out loud. Just by speaking what you're feeling can do wonders in the brain. That's why I said even just writing it out when people write into me, they're doing themselves a favor. They're learning. That's the start of the process, how to process. You know, there's a lot of different techniques that you can do but it takes time. You know, it takes time when you're doing something new. But if you do and if you, you continue to repress and escape and try to cope, it's likely to create sickness and illness and stress, anxiety and depression in the body. So for the sake of your health, you know, please consider really trying to get in touch with this part of yourself. Many people have trouble expressing emotions because they have a hard time accepting them that's why they have a hard time expressing them because they don't want to accept them and it's it's we have to understand that it's okay to feel down sometimes you know most of the damage comes from acting on these emotions the emotion of anger for instance it's a common human reaction however Resorting to physical violence, you know, to try and resolve some kind of conflict is completely unacceptable. Learning to, to accept yourself is one of the most important steps in learning how to, to talk about and control your feelings, okay? Okay. So there's some helpful tips. I could go on and on about this topic, but I don't really want to make this too long. If you need assistance, my information is always in the description of the podcast. Now, the following is a hypnosis that will help you to identify, and it will also help you to communicate what you're feeling. I always recommend that you use headphones with my hypnosis just because it's more powerful to the subconscious mind. (laughs) For those of you who aren't interested in listening to the following hypnosis, but I do highly recommend, I do thank you for, for stopping in and I hope to have you here next week. So for the rest of you, Why don't we get started with the hypnosis? Please do not listen to this hypnosis while operating any machinery or driving a vehicle. Headphones are recommended. Please find a comfortable position, either lying down or sitting up. You are aware of everything, yet you are not aware. You are listening with your subconscious mind. While your conscious mind is far away and not listening, your conscious mind is far away and not listening. Your subconscious mind is awake and listening and hearing everything while your conscious mind remains very relaxed and peaceful. You can relax peacefully because your subconscious mind is taking charge. And when this happens, you close your eyes and you let your subconscious do all the listening. Your subconscious mind knows. And because your subconscious mind knows, your conscious mind does not need to know and can stay asleep. And not mind where your subconscious mind stays wide awake. You have much potential in your subconscious mind, which you don't have in your conscious mind. You can remember everything that has happened with your subconscious mind. But you cannot remember everything with your conscious mind. You can forget so easily. And with forgetting certain things, you can remember other things. Remembering what you need to remember and forgetting what you can forget. It does not matter if you forget. You need not remember. Your subconscious mind remembers everything that you need to know. And you can let your subconscious mind listen and remember while your conscious mind sleeps and forgets. Keep your eyes closed and listen with your subconscious mind as you continue to listen to my voice with your subconscious mind. Your conscious mind sleeps deeper and deeper and deeper and deeper. Let your conscious mind stay deeply asleep and let your subconscious mind listen to me. You have much potential in your subconscious mind, which you don't have in your conscious mind. You can remember everything that has happened with your subconscious mind. But you cannot remember everything with your conscious mind. You can forget so easily. And forgetting certain things, you can remember other things. Remembering what you need to remember. And forgetting what you can forget. It does not matter if you forget. You need not remember. Your subconscious mind remembers everything that you need to know. And you can let your subconscious mind listen and remember why your conscious mind sleeps and forgets. As you continue to listen to my voice with your subconscious mind, your conscious mind sleeps deeper and deeper and deeper and deeper. Let your conscious mind stay deeply asleep and let your subconscious mind listen to me. You came here because you want change in your life. And the good news is that change is already taking place. Because your body and your subconscious mind are incredibly intelligent. So intelligent that you don't have to do anything. You don't have to do anything but listen because change is already taking place. I know that you have a strong desire to now accept your emotions. I know that you have a strong desire to feel your emotions fully, and I know that you desire to express and channel your emotions from now on. You now have the knowledge to become so aware of your emotional body that you are so curious to want to feel every emotion that bubbles up in your body. And you know that you have full control on how you react to these emotions because you and only you hold that power. You are so intelligent in what you feel and how you feel it. You are so eager, feeling safe and secure enough to express and share your emotional experience. It is such a powerful feeling knowing you are in full control of your emotions and how you react to every situation outside of you. You feel so confident within yourself that you can trust what your emotions are communicating with you. You understand that every emotion is a guide and is wanting to be released from the body through words or some form of hobby. You are so close to your emotions now that you no longer want to run from them. You actually desire to become friends with every emotion and feeling because it's there to teach you and guide you to a better outcome. You are so confident in what you are now feeling that you can honor every feeling that comes up for a visit with security and love. You understand that you Your mind and your body have a very strong bond and you are all there to protect one another. You now feel so confident in having this relationship with self that you will now take much better care of your emotions. Because when you care for your emotions, you also care for your body and your health. When you do this, you are sending self-compassion. Empathy and self love back to your whole being. And this very thing will reflect out to the world. You have every right to be expressive in the way that you are feeling. And since you have a better understanding now of what your emotional needs are, you feel so free to express these feelings openly. You feel so much strength. sharing what you're feeling because you know that it's natural for you to feel it's natural for you to feel everything that you experience because you are a feeling being you were born a feeling being and you are now honoring this part of you you choose to no longer run and hide from what you're feeling but rather immerse yourself in your emotions and feelings you now understand that you are feeling this way for a reason. You are so intelligent and confident in knowing exactly why you are feeling the way that you feel. Even if the answer doesn't come to you right away, eventually it will show up and you will understand, but you don't need to understand right away because you know, whatever it is, it is for the betterment of your future. You have full power to what you react to now. You always have and you will now always remember this. You no longer allow anyone or any outside circumstance. Dictate how you feel because again, you are in full control. You are now so confident and strong within yourself. In acknowledging your emotions and feelings. That you choose to live in a resourceful emotional state. You love resourceful emotional states because they make your life so much better and more productive. Positive, resourceful emotional states are something that you will now be moving through each day with. Your old habits, your old way of thinking, and your old reactions are no longer valid. They are erased from your body, from your mind, and even from your cells. Because today you made a firm decision to change your life and live more resourcefully. You have chose to let go of anything that you have been resisting. You are now free. Because that chain has broke and this can no longer be mended all because of the choice that you made to be here. Because today you are so confident that you are changing your life forever and it's already started. You are living a more positive, free way because you are now understanding and expressing everything inside of your body, freeing up that energy. You have opened up pathways today because of the decisions to change your life. You're free from that mental prison. You are free to live life to the fullest without holding on to anything from the past or the present. All those old emotions and feelings meant something at one time. But now they are no longer needed. You are now feeling so strong and powerful in your mind because you know there is no going back to the old ways. The only way for you to have a happy, healthy, positive life is by taking control of your thoughts, which you are now doing. You have full control of your mind and how you feel when you wake up after a long night's sleep. You will wake up feeling energized and filled with gratitude every day because you just took an incredible step by making the decision to change your life by changing your emotional state. You are going to be able to remember this very feeling of empowerment that you are feeling right now every time you see the color blue. Every time you see the color blue, you are going to be so calm and so peaceful that you won't know any other way to be. Blue is such a calming color that every time you notice the color blue, you will know that you are in full control. Just looking in the sky will make you remember how much flexibility you have in your life when it comes to your feelings. Acknowledging and expressing Expressing your emotions you are now on to living a much better life you are worthy you are magnificent you are a miracle your body and your mind are a miracle you are a beautiful and unique human being you are safe and secure to express and communicate your feelings you are indeed And change has already taken place. Now you may drift off into a deep and restful sleep. Or I can slowly help you make your way back into the room. Bringing awareness to your fingers and your toes. They may tingle a little bit. And as you begin to awaken, you'll notice your eyes. Are beginning to flutter which will open slowly and gently when they are ready i am excited for you to now live in a more resourceful emotional state thank you for listening to this hypnosis sending so much love and light